Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. I'm your host, Joe Piantadosi. We have these newfangled mics, so I um, kind of looks like I'm doing something uh, major <laughs> in a big, big way, but it's this new mic that uh, MATV has provided for us, so um, I'm just trying to get used to it. But anyway, today is Wednesday, October 25th, 2017. A rainy night, warm though. My God, we've had a better September or October than we had, I think, May and June. Um, well, there's been 70 or, or higher. Uh, I can't remember last time it dipped below 70 on a, on a given day. Um, but, but rainy now, which we need the rain. Um, and uh, we're in the middle of uh, the World Series. We've got the Dodgers versus the Astros. Um, looked pretty close like it was going to be the Dodgers versus the Yankees, which I think would have been a great series. I mean, you've got the East Coast, West Coast. But it's nice to see the Astros in because of... Uh, but Houston went through with the hurricane and all, so I uh, wish Houston the best. Of course, they're the American League. Um, but the Dodgers, uh, they look unbeatable. I mean, this year they were the uh, no, they won more games than any other team, both leagues, and uh, pretty strong. So I, they're up one nothing at this point. They're playing again tonight out in L.A., and then they'll be in Houston for three and then back here uh, if need be for a couple more games. So anyway, um, we've got that. Uh, we've got the Bruins in play. We'll see how they do this year. Brand new on the ice there. Um, Celtics, big loss. This, um, Gordon Haywood was going to be our superstar, and they brought him in and, and traded Isaiah Thomas, and everybody had the greatest expectation, highest hopes for him. And the poor guy, uh, five minutes into the game, broke his his leg severely. And, my God, if you saw it, it was just um, it was such a shame to see. And it was almost grotesque to see the, the angle his foot went in. But um, went out to uh, New England Baptist, was operated on. His, uh, he's young, he's strong, and uh, looks like he'll be out for the whole season. Maybe come back late season, but hopefully it's, it wasn't a uh, career-altering uh, injury. Um, the, uh, currently, as we speak, the Pats are in first place. Um, they, they're down two games. But uh, they're in first place uh, only because Buffalo, which was tied for them in first place, uh, was at a bye week last week. And they so uh, their Pats are in first place at this point. We'll see what happens um, going forward. But anyway, um, enough about sports, enough about the weather. Politics is coming up. Uh, well, politics is big as always. Um, we've got some elections coming up in a couple weeks. And actually the next two weeks you're going to have Ed Lucy here. Hosting both both this next Wednesday and the Wednesday after, he hosts Wednesday, November first, prior to um, the uh, election day, and then he'll be here the day after election day, November the eighth. So you'll see it two weeks in a row. But um, I want to tell you something, and uh, before I go any further, I'm wearing pink and a lot of pink. If you notice, I've got a pink shirt, I got a pink hanky, I've got a pink little. Uh, 
a little emblem for breast cancer awareness. I have pink socks. My suit has a striped, a little bit of pink in it, which is old, though. I got these glasses with pink frames. And why I'm doing this is um, I was contacted by uh, the American Cancer Society. And October is, for everyone that, anyone that doesn't know, but I think most people do know, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And breast cancer, interestingly enough, does not only affect women, but it affects a great deal of men as well. Um, I'm not sure the exact percentage, but uh, many men have developed breast cancer over the years. Of course, more women have it than men. But I uh, received a phone call back uh, several weeks ago, and actually I was referred uh, by Dennis Cataldo, a uh, Malden business owner, Cataldo Ambulance, former chamber president, very active in a lot of the organizations here in Malden. And last year he was one of about 12 guys chosen, and it's a... Um, it's basically a campaign by the American Cancer Society to wear pink every day for the month of October, being a man to wear pink. And uh, their their slogan is, real men wear pink. And basically, um, we have to wear pink the entire month and raise money for breast cancer research and awareness. So um, I got the phone call. Dennis had mentioned he volunteered my, me as a possible a candidate, and what happened was um, I got the phone call. I spoke to them. I said, let me think about it. I'll get back to you. Well, that evening, a close friend of mine called me, and uh, not, with, not, with the diagnosis of not breast cancer, but, but cancer, actually uh, multiple myeloma. And I thought, geez, well, I mean, cancer is prevalent in everyone's life. I mean, so many people cancer uh, has touched. I don't, I don't know a person that cancer hasn't touched that person or close family member. And uh, I thought, well, this is a message for me to really do this. So I started, and I'm on the 25th day of it. I have another week to go to raise money. And again, it's, the campaign is called Real Men Wear Pink. Um, and uh, they picked about 25, 30 business people in the area. But I guess it's a, it's a nationwide thing. And um, so anyway, um, some of the other Candidates chosen this year were uh, Mayor Walsh from the city of Mall from Boston, and Governor Baker, and um, Speaker DeLeo, and Senator President Rosenberg, and so I felt I'd be in good company. Um, but anyway, for anyone that's interested in, in donating this month to uh, the Breast Cancer Awareness um, Fund, you can access. Uh, uh, well, you know, what? reach out to me. I guess it's kind of complicated, but you have to get online to. Uh, mainacsevents.org at go to and then slash my name, Joe Pantanosi Jr. But um, great cause. I mean, reach out to ACS and donate money. And, and like I said, um, I don't know anyone's, anyone that hasn't had breast cancer affect their life. Uh, definitely cancer has affected everyone that I know of um, to some capacity, but breast cancer is uh, the leading the leading killer of women, and um, you know we got to we got to fight to to, uh, to cure this disease. So anyway, real men wear pink. So anyway, without further ado, my guest is no stranger to this show, to the city of Malden, to me, a great friend. I haven't seen you in such a long time. Though. Good to have That's you on correct, with me, Joe. Yeah. Khan, Joe. Um, almost my ex. Almost my son-in-law. Oh, yeah. I hate to say that, but almost my son-in-law. I couldn't ask for a better man. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, Heather Kahn has done a gorgeous, 
Gorgeous. Uh, we have two beautiful daughters, though. Heather, Heather and, and Heidi. Heidi. Heidi and like we just came back from Pennsylvania two days ago. We saw Heather with the five children. Five kids. And now she's Four girls, a, one boy. And now she's a, a coach. She is a speaker's coach for people that know how to do what they do best, doctors, lawyers. She does a professional coach for football, but they don't know how to speak in public, Joe. They do R-A-A. So now she is professional speaker's coach. She teaches them how to speak in public. She well, travels all over the country four or five times a year, but she teaches them how to speak. Well, she she learned under her mentor was Rex Trailer. That's right, Rex Trailer, who had who had the uh, who did that that kind of thing here. That's right, he did. back in Boston back yeah, in the day. She so. was good, yeah, because she had. I remember her always saying, you know, she was born in Robin Malden and had a bit of a Boston accent. Yes, she did. And um, the Rex Trailer was the one who who was, lived in Boston his whole life too, but. But basically uh, helped her lose the Boston accent is the best way to, to put he, it, right? He died recently. Yeah, that, yeah, but he, John. yeah, he's a great guy. I remember Boomtown, Boomtown. as a kid watch, yeah, yeah. watching him. And, of course, Heather was was the star at CVB, Channel 5. She was um, she started with uh, Ness, uh, um, NECN, NECN, yes, and then she went over to uh, to CVB and... And she was slated to be the next Natalie Jacobs, yes, and Natalie yes. was looking to re- was going to retire. Yes, and Heather w- filled in for him numerous times and did anchoring and reporting. We she was seen her there, but she said, "Dad, with four or five children, I can't do it." And, yeah, and her husband came from the mid, uh, not Mid Atlantic, but Pennsylvania, Baltimore, and and she said, if he wanted to have me move there, I would. And I said, "Fine, Heather." And she loves it over there. Now, how old's her oldest? Her oldest is 21. Well, senior at Bucknell University. Beautiful. Great school. And she has another one at uh, Georgetown. Great two in high school and one in junior high school. Wow. That's so awesome. She has five and two and, dogs. And she comes out to, um, f- was it for the uh, Beth Israel? What hospital does she come out and she does? Uh, There's a woman, uh, I forget her name, but mm-hmm. she comes out and raises money. She had breast cancer. Right. I forget her name. She was Channel <laughs> 5. Um, but uh, you probably remember Tuttle. Her. Tuttle, uh, yes. Tully? Tuttle. Uh, Tuttle. It'll come to Whatever me. Whatever name was, yeah. she comes out, my wife, my daughter. Ke- Kelly Tuttle. Kelly Tuttle. And she's cured now, a wonderful woman. Yeah. But Heather does it once they raise money for yeah, her. Yeah, but also Heather does a lot of PSAs for, um, wasn't she doing it for the hospital? She was yes, coming she out was. Do, doing some commercials yeah, and yeah, some average, some, some PSAs. She still does, she's still civic-minded, yep. like Joe Pianodosi. Oh, try. <laughs> well, look, talk about civic-minded. I mean, you're a veteran, of course, and Veterans Day is coming up yes, uh, yes. in a couple of weeks. Um, and you still, uh, the big parade on Veterans Day, what, what's happening? Well, this? unfortunately, uh, they still have the parade, but the veterans aren't putting it on due to the fact that the uh, American Legion is going to be sold. Yeah, they're having some financial problems, Joe, and uh, a lot of the young people can't take time off to go to organizations. They have to get two salaries now, husband and wife, and they just can't do it. And the old ones are getting older, Joe, and so that building is a beautiful building across from the old B.B. Junior High School, but mm-hmm. it's going to be sold, and from what we hear, none of the veterans' organizations are going to march this year. Oh, wow. And the VFW was sold. And I didn't the, know that. Uh, DAV, which I'm active in. We are above water, but we the participation is small, Joe. Wow. Veterans aren't what they used to be. The dedication could be there, but other things are keep, keeping them from going to meetings, Joe, and raising money. 
No so kidding. we'll be run this year by the mayor. Oh, really? We're going to run the parade veterans. And you're going to be in it, though? You're marching in it? Uh, we're not marching at all, Joe. Really? No veterans, no veterans are marching in it? No. Now, what about the luncheon that's usually afterwards there? They usually have a luncheon. The uh, Legion is going to have a cookout. Really? But it's not like it used to be, Joe. We had speakers, and people went up and talked about this and that. It's going to start from Pleasant Street across from the uh, Legion yeah. and go down to... Summer Street across Mountain Avenue and down to the square. Really? But it's not, then I guess they're going to have something, but the Legion is not really going to get involved in it. They oh, no kidding. Yeah, since it's so so, but it's considered Veterans Day Parade. Well, it's Veterans Day Parade, November 11th, as you know, 1918. And, of course, schools are closed. Yes, and, schools and, are closed, And the Joe. post office and banks. Post, and banks are closed, it's But, but it's, it's a, you know what's funny? It's a weird holiday, though. It's not, is, it's not considered a federal holiday, is it? Or what is it? Well, this year it's a Saturday. Um, and I've noticed that more and more businesses aren't closed on veterans, and even schools. I mean, my son's school in New York at Fordham, and uh, it's not a legal holiday for them. It's not, and and, and uh, I always thought it was like a legal holiday for most well, businesses and schools. We, uh, something they did many years ago, they eliminated the draft because so many were going in the service enlisting because they needed the job, needed money, plus they pay much more than they used to pay. For, for enrollees into uh, volunteer enlistments. It used to be 300 it's 1400 now a month. Doesn't wow. seem like a lot of someone out of high school. So what we're concerned about is that because they haven't, no, draft used to be when you're 18, if you qualified physically and mentally, you go in for two years, Joe. Now there's no more draft. So unfortunately, when you see these children getting out of high school, they don't know what Veterans Day is, Joe. They don't know what a parade is. A lot of them don't even participate. When we have a parade now, there's no one on the sidelines. A lot of people don't want it. So we, we recommend to bring back the draft for six months. Let them know what it is to be an American, to salute the flag. You know what's going on about the flag of the country. Football. But uh, unfortunately, uh, there's not a draft now. Now, we went, uh, what years were you in, in the service? I was in the service 56 to 59, Joe. In the branch? I was in the Army, Korean War. But thank God... The war was over. They signed something. I didn't see any battle, but I, I f was there in the infantry and I participated in combat. Three three years. Three years, Joe, and I enjoyed it and uh, made me a better person. Really. And to protect the country. That's why I think everyone should go in the service, Joe. Lot of Even though there's no war on, let them know what it is to be. A, a lot of countries do that. A lot of countries you you in you, Israel, you, you, Israel. When you're 18 years old. The gentleman has to go in for three years, and a woman now in Israel has to go in for two years. That's a, that's a and that's long why time. because they're surrounded by fifty million people that want to see Israel wasted. Now, uh, so when is the, the for Israel right out of high school or out of college? Or when when do they? When go? they're eighteen, before they go to college, they have to go in the service. But Israel makes sure that every student graduates high school. And they support them financially. So they're, so they're, they're academically, they're, they don't enter college until the, in their 20s then? They have to, yeah. is that, is that mandatory for every person? No, no, no. They have to go to, they make sure they don't leave high school. Or they no, 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 but is it mandatory for every high school after graduation to go into the service before they go into? Yes. If they're really? physically able, they have to go in for two or three years, Joe. That's because Israel only has five million people and they're surrounded by countries who want to destroy them. And with only 5 million people, they have to be in the alert 24-7. If you ever go to Israel, you'll find out that, look out your window, you say, where are the policemen here? 
no policemen, servicemen, men and women, manning the streets job. Are there other different branches of, of uh, the service? Uh, I think yeah. mainly it's Army, Joe. Mainly it's Army. You've been to Israel? Oh, yeah, I've been twice with my temple, my rabbi, yeah. It's in certain places you can't go well, because you have to be careful. Well. But they are very friendly with the USA, and the United States supports them physically and financially, which is great. Well, so active veteran, you're still an active veteran, which— uh, Yes, I am, John. I work at the soldiers' home. I go to therapy with the soldiers, with the veterans that are there for three days a week. We go from 9.30 to 11.30. A lot of them have physical, mental problems. A lot of them have dementia, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And it's unfortunate that the amount of veterans in this country that commit suicide has gone up from 15 to over 20, Joe. Really? And they're there because they're homeless, they have no money, they get a divorce, or many reasons, but they're committing suicide every day, Joe. It's sad. Yeah, yeah, that is. And the Veterans Service Organization are trying to help them out, the VA, because a lot of them have to wait to get their medicine. You have to wait to see a doctor, and it shouldn't be. Yep. They protected our country from the enemy, so they should cater to them first, Joe. Yep. They should take care of them, number one, right. veterans. No, I agree. I but agree. some of them commit suicide every day. It's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, in addition to your, your, your veteran status and your— I mean, you're involved in so many other organizations. Not like you, Joe. <laughs> no, you're— Canada O.C. Bakery <laughs> takes care of the whole no. world, I guess, right? <laughs> no, but— you're in the Rotary still, right? I'm still in Rotary. I'm probably, because Malden, is, unfortunately, it's gone down. The businesses, if you look at downtown Malden, businesses have left. And Rotary takes in people that are running a business. And a lot of them are not in charge of a business. And they just can't take off an hour and a half every Wednesday, Joe. Yeah. So our membership has gone down. Same as Kiwanis and Lions. And, and so how many years have you been a, a Rotarian? Well, now? they just told me I was... Over 50 years, Joe, in Rotary. Wow, that's great. And I enjoy it. I enjoy the membership. There's only a few of us left. There's Rick Burns. Sure. There's Carl Rowe. Sure. From uh, Rowe Contracting. Right. Yep. Steve Kleinitis used to be the owner of New England Coffee. Yeah, the so there's taste. a few left uh, that oh. that are still there. Yeah. You remember those? The All great guys, yeah. yeah we had you at Rotary a few times. I, yep, I was a guest. I was a speaker. I had yes, fun. you were. You were, Joe. I had fun at But time. every club has changed in Malden. Yeah. It's because Malden I don't think changed. it's Malden. I think it's just, unfortunately, it's it's everywhere. I think I think people, um, a lot of people try, you know, it's funny. Um, I don't know, people don't even, you know what's interesting, and maybe you could tie this into it, is, is I remember being, I, I'm, I've been in sales most of my life, all my life, working at the company. If I wasn't indoors, I was out selling. Middle of the day, there'd, be, there'd never be traffic. And now you're, you're in traffic, it seems like 24-7, and people are out and about. And, and I don't think, I mean, I think years ago, people worked in their jobs, whether it be in offices or factories or whatever, but they had time. Because they had a lunch break, and they would go to a Rotary or Kiwanis or Lions or whatever. I don't know where the hell people are going now, but they're everywhere. They're on the roads. They're traveling. Restaurants are busy. People, you know, a lot more people go out, I think, at lunchtime for, for meals. I think they break away, and they're able a to A lot of that. clubs up in Maine where I live in the summertime, they meet either 7.30 in the morning or 5.30 in the evening. And they have almost 100% attendance. Because 7.30, they have breakfast. They're out of there by, in an hour. Go out to work. Then they go to work. And at 5.30, it's a little bit harder because some people have to get home at 5, 5.30. Right. But we thought about meeting in the morning and didn't yeah. work out. Really? 
But it's sad, Joe. Yeah. Wow. And okay, now let's also you, you but your illustrious career. You're you're a certified gemologist, right? I am a gemologist, so I, I know how to I can still appraise, I know a carrot cut clarity and carrot weight, but as far as the price of prices it's gone way up. And in fact now if you see a lot of stores now they're doing pawning jewelry. A lot of people can't afford to buy jewelry now. Sad. It's gone up so and gold has gone up to Eleven or $1,200 an hour. And, and I bet also there's a lot more um, costume jewelry. I mean, better quality yes, and yes. cubic zirconias cubic and all that zircon. stuff. Hey, look, uh, if you don't have two incomes now, you, you can't afford to buy a yeah, diamond. Right. You can't afford to pay a mortgage in your house, Joe. Plus, I think a lot of people are worried about, uh, you know, being held up. I mean, I mean, you hear about horror stories where people get fingers cut off or... Yeah. In certain uh, rough parts of uh, the world, if you will, right? Well, if you look in the paper, Joe, all over the country, people yeah. are getting mugged. Salted, mugged. Yeah. It's, it's scary. Really, yeah. So now, Malden Jewelry was, was your store for yes, years. Yes. And your father? My Barney. Father started, Barney started it, right? Barney? Started, my father came from Russia, seven brothers and three sisters, worked all his life, never asked for charity, started a business store by the old Strand Theater, came up here, and when I graduated college, I taught school for a year, but Did the you? salary was extremely low. And my family was in the jewelry business, and I said, well, maybe I'll try the jewelry business. My salary was double, but I said, I still, if I'm a Jew, I want to know something about it. So I went to New York for six months, became a gemologist. Best thing I ever did. I knew jewelry. I knew whether it was cubic, fake, size carrot, color cut. It was nice. Wow. So in how many years? So what year more than should we start? Do you know the year? I think my father started in 1926 or 27, Joe. And and when did you close it? I closed it in 2004, Joe. So that was a good run of how many, how many yeah, years? Yeah, close? 60 or 60. 60, wow. Yeah, well, we closed it because uh, business changed in Malden. Yeah. And it, we just couldn't keep it up. And we sold it, and you just feel bad because you need stores to do a business. And a lot of people buy from the internet now. Oh, sure. They don't even go to shopping centers. Brick and mortar. Shopping centers are hurt now. Right. Because people don't have, they can save money, don't go to the house, Joe, right. on the internet. And you had the, uh, you had the appliance store next to it for you. For we were the first store in Malden to have an appliance. We had TVs. And people used to walk by our store. Big line of people. We had to tell them to go away from the window. They'd watch a program on television. No store had a television set, Joe. David, your brother David. My brother David, yeah, TV sets were... We were in the, not in the majority. They were small in number, but uh, black and white, black and white, big no box, big, big tube, box, no, no, uh, no color. No, no. You remember that? You I, remember, I remember. I remember. I remember you going into the store and you. Yeah, had I used great to. Go stuff. I remember you. And Humphrey, Humphrey, <laughs> Humphrey was there fixing watches yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we did a big watch repair business. And so. and then you had a few regulars that would come in. Um, yeah, yeah. Was the elderly gentleman who. Uh, Lived to be close to 100, I think he was. You Nathan Mass. Nathan Mass. Remember him? Remember Nathan? He was a member of the chamber. He was a uh, joined as an individual uh, member of the chamber without a business. He was a member of the chamber. He was a member of the Malden Hospital. And people used to say to him, Nathan, you say you have money, you have Social Security, and you work for the government for 40 years. Why is it we see at the hospital you're collecting bottles and cans? And he said, well, that's the image I have. But when I collect the bottles and cans, I turn over to the Malden Hospital. And they make money on it. I don't keep a penny. Oh, very That's good. how he was a really good yeah, He was a great guy. guy. In fact, well, just a quick story about him. When he was 94, his doctor said, Nathan, 
I should, you should consider moving out to the West Coast. Your son's a very big doctor in California. You should move out there and be with him because he can help you if you have any medical problems. And he said, doctor, I'd love to move out, but all my friends are here in Malden. Mm. And you know how some doctors are. Dr. Bluntley said, Nathan, all your friends have passed away. <laughs> Move to the West Coast. But Nathan was a great guy. He was a good guy, yeah. How old was he when he... Was he, he, died, he died 101. 101, God bless him. Yeah. Wow. And, he, and I, you know, remember, I was just thinking, even, and, and you had a sister that was a uh, judge? No, my a professor, was professor. professor at Salem Sorry. State. Salem State. Now remember Salem that. State University. That's right, that's right. She was a professor. All the colleges became universities, I guess. Yeah. They can charge more money. They can make more money. Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the name of the game. When diversity, they're bringing yeah. bringing in a more diverse. Is so, Boston College still a college or a university? Um, it's a college, but but it's a university. It's, a university. it's yeah. yeah. It's, um, so I'm trying to think of all the uh, the things, and of course you. Um, you, my God, you were just involved in so many different uh, different things. I mean, well, when I retired, I said to myself, "It's time to retire. That's going to be good." And I say to some of my friends, "What do you do now that you retired?" I watch television and I sleep. I says, "What do you do at uh, nighttime?" I watch television. And sleep. <laughs> so they sleep in the daytime. I said, yeah. "That's not going to happen to me." That's so a good I try thing. to keep busy, Joe. I try I'll to, tell I you, I get some appraisals, but mainly I keep working, Joe, part time. Yeah, yeah. that's what my parents once they. I noticed the uh, decline when they started in the middle of the day taking naps. Yeah. I think they just kind of like threw in the towel. My poor dad, we've been gone almost seven years now. My mother, um, living, just right? little, yeah, she has dementia. She's 87, but I just think once you, once you stop, you got to keep moving. You know, yeah. it's hard to hit a moving target. That's the best. Yeah, you're right, Joe. You have the to best try way to do something. Have, yeah. Some people do it and some people don't. Now, the Y, you're still an active member of the, of the Malden Y? I, uh, still in the Malden Y. As you know, they moved from... Yep. Pleasant Street, they're up on, uh, across from the post office, and I still go there three or four times a week. It's not just meant physically. It's good for you mentally, Joe. Oh, absolutely. A lot of, yeah. And, of course, you were a member of the Chow Hounds, that big group that you guys you had. The Chow I, Hounds? I used you to be there. an invited guest many times, all there's the holiday no more, parties. Unfortunately, we don't have, there's no more Chow Hounds, Joe. They, oh. either, they either retired or they left the Malden Y for certain reasons. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a shame. It is a shame. You used to come to our meetings. I used to come to the meetings. And Richie Howard and yep. a few others. And come to the, nice. the, the, the holiday dinners were nice. And, oh. the holiday, and, and Mundo's Place. Mundo's Place, that's right, that's right. Yep. Yeah. All gone. And, uh, of course, Joe Crokin, who was great. He was a yeah, Joe you know, legend. Legend. He was a great guy. Yeah, and, and Joe Crokin. And uh, uh, Joe Ferrante. Ferranti. Ferranti. You know them all. And uh, Dan Doherty, younger, but he was... Uh, I see Dan Doherty quite often. Retired fireman, right? He's doing well. Who? Was he, was, was he, was, no, he wasn't a fireman. What was Dan? Dan Doherty was assistant uh, to Joe Crokin. The, okay, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. His sister was uh, Janice Taylor. Yes, Janice Taylor. Yeah, Remember was Janice Taylor? Sure, all great people. Yeah. She used to be in Rhode I think she moved to Florida. I think. Really? I'm not sure, Joe. Well, she loved Florida, and then Mario um, Cantone. Uh, well, Mario Pilata. Cantone was a great guy, and Mario, Mario Cantone's son is uh, is a big big deal in comedian, uh, in right? Yeah, comedian actor. He's been in movies in and New York. in New York, and but he's been in uh, a few big movies. He was in that show, um, Sex in the City. He uh, you have a great memory, Joe. He was again, and I remember him when he was at uh, the restaurant up on Pleasant Street. I mean, up, uh, not Pleasant Street. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Salem Street. Um, now it's Jack's place. 
Eastern Avenue. Eastern Avenue. Jack's Could right. Be. Jack does very well. Jack here. Jack was a guest here. Jack. Was he really? Yeah, he did. A very good. nice fellow, yeah. Jack. Very dedicated. Yep. Hard-working yeah. guy. Jack Colangeli. Colangeli, yeah. yeah. But now Mario Pallotta, and it's kind of funny, uh, his his daughter, before she lost his son, and uh, his, his, his daughter works for... His passed away, did he? Yeah, his son, Kenny. Kenny's his son, but his daughter works for JetBlue. Oh, really? And I see her I, when I travel. It seems like she's at Logan. One of the, uh, the counter people yeah. for JetBlue, and I see her a bit. She's nice. How's Mario? Ever seen Mario Pilata? I haven't seen Mario in a while. He, no. uh, but I, I know he's still uh, active. He still works. He has the, the produce business. And does he really? His still wife Claire. Yeah. Claire. Yeah. So, he used to come to our meetings and yep. speak. Excellent yep. speaker. Very yeah. nice guy. Oh, good old days. Yeah, know. that was fun. Now the chamber. Are you still involved with the chamber at all? Uh, yes or no? They they have all new people on it, Joe. And I uh, I try to get active, but I'm not in business anymore. So uh, I'm like on the advisory board. So there's about four or five in the advisory board, and not many go to meetings. I go once in a while, Joe. Now, Jenna was a guest. Uh, Jenna, she's good. Yeah, she works hard. She she's very dedicated. Yeah, she just bought a house in Maine, you know. Didn't know that near you because you're up in Maine, yeah, right? I can't believe she bought a house in Maine. Wow. Where do you go up when I have vacation? But they're only open Monday through Thursday now, you know. So they wrote. The the they, of course, they moved to their. Yeah, they moved out of the square. Yeah. Maybe it's better in Maplewood Square. So what's your take now? We've talked about it for years. You never were a fan of City Hall being right here in the middle of um, Malden Square. And uh, you you were quite vocal about it over the years that thought it kind of was the uh, the end of, of, of shopping here and the, the vibrancy of, of the downtown area in Malden. So now that there's no more City Hall at the end, how do you feel about that? Everything changes, Joe, but in the beginning, the thing that really hurt Malden is when they had the Orange Line come in, and one of the mayors helped put it in here. But as you know, Merrow's doesn't have an Orange Line. The, 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 the flow and the, and the traffic stops at Oak Grove. And if you go down on Melrose Square, Joe, every store is full now. And that's one of the things that hurt Malden. The, the, uh, you don't think it helped line. at all with transportation? Being able it brought to... in people that probably... Don't shop in Malden, if you know really? what I'm Well. But will it help? I think opening up the street is good in a way because it was blocked for so many years. Whoever heard of a city having a city hall that was blocking ex-inendents from Malden to Medford, you had to bypass it. And now that it's going to be changed and the city hall is going to be two stories, but on the side, they're going to have other businesses on the other side, and they, they closed down, they took away a church and took away the the uh, police department. Mm -hmm. Will that help Malden? You can get stores to come back, but who knows, Joe? Because yeah. you drive through Malden Square now, what makes you stop now? Yeah. I mean, there are some restaurants, other things, but there's, uh, people go to retail to shop, and there's no retail stores around. Yeah. Well, as you said, though, uh, online shopping is really... I didn't realize online shopping. I guess yeah. my wife is one of the 35% of the women shop online now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She does. She yeah. does. Um, but the old, good old days when there was you and, and Malden Square and Louis Klein, the shoe store. I remember Louis Klein. And his mother, Ruth. Ruth. Oh, she yeah, was Ruth. a character. Yeah, she was. And my friend Albert Sparks. Albert Sparks, yeah. 95 years of Malden. People used to come all over to buy their clothes, to buy uniforms. other uniforms because they had the best prices. Yeah. But when he got sick and left and his daughter took over, she'd have to... We're not getting the business we used to get. Yeah. So we, they sold out sadly. I remember, of course, the Kernwood years ago was the 
Your friend, John and George Conieros. Yep, yep. And One of the best uh, restaurants yeah, in Massachusetts. Yep, yeah. and then they they moved out. That was the 99 that was there for yes, many years. Yes, That's right, John. And then Jordan Marsh for years, and the muffins. I remember that was a staple here in the city, right? And we're in coffee still there, but the Coniaris, the Coniaris family, all going on. The only one I see is Steve. Steve. Over, yeah. And he's in his 90s. and he's still, 91. He's still uh, the taste tester, you know. he. Yeah. Uh, I was just out in Florida with uh, the, the people that own the company now on business, and they were raving about him. They said he has a palate that's uh, unbelievable, that he's able to taste coffee, and he knows, he, which I, I mean, I, that's all Greek, no pun intended to me, that you can have somebody taste coffee. And but know. he said that someone said to him, uh, do you, is that your job? Yes, I go all over the world and I taste coffee. And whatever is good, I'll bring it back and we're going to coffee and tea will consider it. And he says, is it true that if you drink a lot of coffee that it's not good for your system? He says, well, it might be, but I drink 15 or 16 cups a day and I feel pretty good. Then they said, well, we'll continue to drink he coffee. He looks pretty good. It looks good for his age. Well, I was yeah. with him last year. I was uh, I was honored last. Talk about parades. You were honored by the American Legion, you and Steve, yeah. for being generous. Every time we have a parade, you came in with a generous donation of roles. You couldn't ask for a more dedicated businessman in, in any area than Joe Pianodosi. And we always honored him. We gave nice. you a plaque, I think, once, Joe. Yep, and we were the Grand Marshal of the Grand holiday, holiday, holiday Parade, parade yeah. this, that last, uh, last, That's right. last Christmas. But now, as I said, the Veterans Organization, yeah. the clubs are hurting. Let's talk more. Now you've got uh, so you, you got to send Jeff, too. Jeff's doing well. He's, not that he's so he works at the Manchester Airport. Not easy. Tough mm-hmm. job. But he does fairly well. My other daughter, Heidi, she's a headhunter. She works for Corn Ferry. She's a partner. They go all over the country, or world, to hire people. Wow. And the jobs are not, they're high-paying jobs, so that's why they And grandchildren, them. how many? Ten now. Wow. Ten. So Heather has five. Five? Heidi has three, and Jeff has two. Oldest to youngest. What, so Heather's... 21, and the youngest is 13. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. My son Jeffrey has a, a daughter, 28, and a son, 33. So I'm wow. Heather has them from 21 to 13. Wow. 11, no, 21 and 11, yeah. And, right. and, and, and all accomplished and well, all the school. Well, everyone has gone to college, Joe. Which is great. That's important. Yeah, that's so nice. You know, college, they say if you, you go to college, you'll make more money than if you just graduate high school. But today, a lot of them can't afford to go to college, and the payback of student loan is very difficult. Sure. So they say, go into the trades now. They're looking for carpenters, they're looking right. for bricklayers, plumbers. Yeah. Everyone can't afford to go to college or today. And uh, your lovely wife, Barbara, um, who I, one of the best things that, that I remember hearing all about her is, is she was a rockette. She, she was, yeah, she danced and, and uh, she York sings City. now in the Sweet Adeline. And, yeah, she's still, she's the Justice of the Peace still too. And she's done over, uh, she got an award, she's done over 2,000 weddings. Are you kidding? Wow. Yeah. She enjoys, she wants to slow down now, but she gets a lot of referrals now. I she remember she when prepares, she started. She does a very good job, Joe. Wow. I've been to a few of her things. Yeah, you prepares very well. Yeah. She meets with them first and finds out about their history, how they met, and what they like and don't like. And it's nice, Joe, and uh, yeah. does a good job. And you know what? I asked her. She did, one out of every three today gets divorced. You know what they fight over? Money. Money. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? Huh? Yeah. You know what's interesting? Are you? You know, you being Jewish and and you being Catholic, but um, I've been hearing this more and more. More weddings are are outside of 
uh, traditional churches or temples than than in 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 churches and in, in temples. Uh, um, so many of my my friends that that own function facilities, for example, my friend that owns the Damasport Yacht Club. We had many chamber events there, if you remember. I remember the day you were the yeah. chamber commerce, and, and Barbara Barbara yeah. uh, did many many wedding up there. Right now, Joe, I, I was told by a rabbi, fifty eight percent of Jewish people move out of their religion. Fifty eight percent, Joe. That's I, w- I went to I went to a Jewish wedding just last week. <clears throat> Jewish, Catholic. Um, the bride was Jewish. The groom was Catholic. They opted to have a uh, wedding outside their uh, church. They had it at the Boston Public Library. They a mutual friend who happened to be Jewish. Uh, they got a one day license to perform the ceremony. And uh, but that's the norm today. So my friend that owns the the Damasport Yacht Club tells me. About 15 years ago, they had about 85% of the receptions they had. The wedding was outside at a conventional yeah. church, temple, wherever. 15% were held there with a the, with the JP or a minister of some sort. It's reversed today. Only 15% of the weddings that are there come from a church. 85%. And, and they, had to, they closed the restaurant down of recent... And they now have more areas to have ceremonies. And actually, I went to a restaurant opening out in Worcester a couple of weeks ago. Beautiful hotel in Worcester. I guess the, the only four-star hotel in Worcester. And the executive chef gave me a tour. And he takes me down to the function rooms and beautiful ballrooms. And in the back, right in the hotel, is a chapel. And stained glass windows. And it's uh, non-denominational. And he said, because so many of uh, of the weddings that are held there, the ceremonies held there as well. So they built a, a beautiful little chapel that's non-denominational, and you know, so it's uh, you know, you talk about changing and things change. Well, yeah. then also because Jewish temples around here have gone out of business because people have uh, assimilated and married another religion. Yeah, plus, too. religion isn't what it used to be. Jews, uh, for the holiday, the Jewish New Year, a lot of them don't go to church, at uh, temple. And I see a lot of churches, someone told me, the churches aren't full like they used to no, be. A lot uh, of churches are going out of business. Catholic churches have consolidated. And, uh, they have? And there, uh, there are fewer people going into the priesthood. And and more lay people are becoming uh, more active in leadership roles within the church. But uh, they've, they've consolidated and they've um, because attendance is down and congregations are smaller, so they've... They've closed some churches. The archdiocese has sold off the property, and made... it's sad, Joe. It's yeah. sad, though. Religion people are sad. You go to the temple Sunday, go to church, but not like it used to be. Yeah. Chicken dinner Friday night used to. That's have. right, chicken dinner Friday I night. Remember. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you. I'll never forget when I got out of, the, came home on leave from the service. I, I was friendly with this girl from New Jersey, and I took her home to my house, and my grandmother lived with us, and she had dinner with us, and. We had a ch- uh, chicken dinner, and she said, uh, can I have a glass of milk? And my grandmother looked at her. What did you say? Milk? You can't have, are you Jewish? No. You can't have milk here. You don't have milk with a chicken. And I said, Grandma, she's only a guest. I don't care. My mother had to calm her down, my grandmother. Yeah. She was very, very <laughs> upset. You don't have it. She didn't yeah, know. Yeah. She thought she was Jewish. Now, do you still do you follow? No, 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 not many do, Joe. Yeah. It's just out of custom, and it's expensive to buy just yeah. kosher food for the yeah. holiday. Yeah, no. Yeah. no, you don't find that many. 
But you celebrate the holidays, though? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I went to the I had an Aaliyah. I had an honor. I went to the temple on Bryant Street. Nice. And, uh, but they consolidated. Uh, my friend and your friend, Jordan Shapiro, the temple on Salem Street moved to Peabody. Oh, really? Sad, Joe. Wow. Moved to Peabody. And then Rabbi um, Gollum, right? Yes. He has a good reason. He's, he was, uh, where is it? Does he have a... Uh, no, he doesn't. But he's active. He goes to Andover. And he does some services in Andover. A lot of the Jewish people moved north. They moved to mm-hmm. Andover, Wakefield, Stoneham. Right. Burlington. And Malden used to have a large Jewish population, right? Well, at one time they kept the schools closed for three days for the Jewish New Year. So then they kept it closed for one day. And the rabbi went over to the superintendent. He said, you know, it bothers me. We have a Jewish New Year. We celebrate for the New Year's once a year, and you keep the schools open now for the two days. He said, Rabbi, we have a lot of different nationalities in Malden. He said, yes, but the Jewish people, that's been a, that's been a custom for years to keep the schools closed for three days. And he said, Rabbi, how many Jewish students do you think are in the school? About 500, 600. It's about 45. Well, so when he found out that, he said, I guess you're right. right. Can't keep the schools closed. Right. But they don't. They didn't give There's me homework, Joe, and they didn't give me any assignments. Too many religions <clears throat> now, I think, too, because, you know, between Muslim and, and I mean, if they closed every, every if they wanted every holiday, they're, they're try, most schools now are trying to take away holidays like Good Friday. That I know that. All so. Christians, you know, on it. And even you can't yeah, call Christmas. Yeah, religion is what it used to be, but you have to be careful what you say about right? religion. Can't call Christmas Christmas. No, you can't, can't no. call uh, no. No. a lot of these holidays. Which now segues into another area that you've been, um, you were uh, active many years, the Republican Party here in Malden. And, uh, and um, you know, you've been a very uh, vocal um, strong Republican, a supporter of the Republican Party. What's your take on politics as we as we see it now? And if you're Republican now in Malden, you run for office. You don't mention you're Republican. The reason being, eighty-five percent of the people in Malden are Democrats, Joe. So if you're a Republican and you let people know when you're running for office, the chance of them voting for you are not. Well, cool. Massachusetts is predominantly Democrat. Democrat, and yet, and yet, uh, what's the name? Charlie, Charlie Baker got in. Doing a pretty good him, job. Was Mitt Romney, Mitt and Romney, Well, and Salucci. Yeah, that's and, right. So they all got in, Joe. Yeah. So I know Malden has changed, and uh, as I said, uh, we have a couple of Republicans on the uh, on the um, that are uh, uh, city councilors, right? Who? <laughs> Craig Svetofor and Dave Dagangel. Yes. They're the only two. Uh, I'm not sure. Those that I know. We know a couple that might yeah. be that might not come out vocally. Profess to be, but uh, they kind of vote that way, right? Yeah. And yeah. So um, now, what about uh, how do you feel about national politics? What do you think about? Uh, I think as though that a lot of people think it's disgusting, the way we treat other people and the way other countries look at us now. They laugh at us that within the United States we have so much friction, and animosity. Uh, if you want to say certain things, say it behind closed doors, Joe. Don't insult people in public. There's an old saying in life, you have nothing good to say, say nothing. And, if you, and it starts at the top. And it's, you know yourself, you're a Republican. It's sad, Joe, very sad. It, it bothers me no end. And a lot of the Republican politicians are either leaving the party or resigning as a congressman. The three of them joined, left yesterday. They just said they had enough years in, and also they're not happy with what's going on. 
So it's got to be something wrong, General Joe. But it's not just the Republican Party. I feel, I mean, I just think politics in general just seem to be, I mean, there is, there's no harmony between both parties, between Congress and, and, and the executive branch. I mean, even even between the House and the Senate. I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of, a lot of uh, backstabbing, a lot of name calling. It's shouldn't it's, be that. Why other countries laugh at us? We're still yeah. Americans, United States of America. Get along with your uh, Democrat or Republican. They're still Americans. They still love the country, but don't turn them aside or say nasty things about them. Well, I feel bad about John, uh, the one that had the uh, brain cancer. What's his name? McCain. McCain. And he's been sick, but there's people have said nasty things about him. Sad, very sad. Yeah. Even the president said a few nasty things about him, well, see, and that bothered me. It wasn't a hero. So that, no, it wasn't a hero. You heard that. He said five years in a POW, but he, he's not a hero. He, well, he said he likes, he likes people that weren't captured. He thought oh, that wasn't captured. That was captured. his comment that, uh, that our true hero would not have been captured. Well, you know, the president got five deferments, though. Yeah, he you did. Know that, he did. He did. Um, you know, it's funny, but he got elected. Um, we, the, the country as a whole wanted a change, and, and they wanted somebody politically... Um, they want a businessman, I guess, Joe. Businessman. And he's worth $7 billion, Joe. Not seven million. To $10 million. Billion, yep. And, yeah. and um, you know, it's, it's a shame. I mean, uh, Mitt Romney was a businessman. Of course, he, he tried and didn't get elected. I mean, I think maybe he would have... He would have been a little more polished, a little more. Oh, he's very uh, polished, very polished. Um, but you know, um, uh, some people find you know it's interesting. Is I think some people find the president refreshing still to this day, and you know, I feel like you know, there's a few things that bother me. I feel like you know the media certainly does pick on, if you will, or or or. or Defends somewhat. That's their job as media. Job. But but I think they 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 they're a little more harsh on Republicans than they it are Democrats. Seems to be. Yeah, most of them are all. Um, I go think for the Democrats. A lot of things. Um, I, I'm I'm disappointed, if you will, or you know, some of the things that uh, the president says. I, I don't think is right. I don't think he should he should be tweeting, in the name calling and the name slinging. But I think a lot of things he says are sometimes taken out of context. I think. People um, are ready to pounce on everything he says. I mean, you know, he, here he is the other day, and, and I don't know if we'll ever know the truth or whatever, but he reaches out to a gold star widow, and supposedly he said things that weren't appropriate. What else do you expect? He went in the service, knew he was getting himself into. That never should have been said, Joe. Well, well did he? I mean, he claimed he didn't say that. He said he didn't say it. And, and, and who knows to what degree? I mean, it's the, the story of the fish. You know, was it this big? Was it that big? Yeah, and who knows yeah. what he said? And yeah. and I just think sometimes he can't catch a break. I mean, even when he's trying to do something good and something right, there's somebody that jumps on board and says, "Ah, look what he said! Look what he did!" You know. And I think it just you know you know what bothers me most is the lack of respect for the office. The office. I think you may if you don't like the guy. You know, this this he's not my president. He is our president. He was elected president, fair and square. He didn't steal the election. Uh, of course, you know, they've got this Russian conspiracy thing. I mean, uh, it's been, been looked into. Even Barack Obama, now. good, better, and different. He doesn't say many bad things about Trump. He's sort of a gentleman. He might hint that he's not doing a good Both job. He and, and, and but he doesn't w. say that the man is a liar, the man is a cheat. He doesn't right. say anything bad about him. Right. 
but but I just think that uh, that you, know, you respect the office. And respect the, the office of and, the United States of America, right? Too, yeah. And that's the thing. And I don't. I think too many people feel like you can say things. I mean, some of the the comedians have taken it to the extreme and and have said some pretty thing, pretty 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 things that in other countries should be you'd be geez, you'd be jailed for. Yes, sure. They'd be executed. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean that Kathy Griffin who had the the mock head. Um, you know, and then she blamed the president for, yeah, the for president, yeah. sabotaging her career. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got a lot these, of women said he sabotaged these late career. night comics. A lot of comments that I made, yeah. That 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 come out and say things, and it's just it's to me it sets an example. There they are trying to create um, a good example for kids, and 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 yet when you get people that are on television, you know, coming out and knocking the president, saying things about the president. You're knocking the president. You're knocking the United States of America. Correct. He was voted in by the people. Right. It's and the majority of people. Well, well, it was, uh, he, he in was a elected. way, it was majority, but a lot of the people didn't vote for him. They voted for Hillary. But, but, he was, but he was elected. He had the majority. He, well, he won by the Electoral College. He won. Electoral College, but not the majority. The, the numbers of the people voted for Hillary, unfortunately. But but I but I think you know he's got this strong. I mean they 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 talk about his percentages, and I, I think he's got a forty percent strong base. I just it's hope the next strong. two or three as he calms down a little bit. Yeah, you know. he's got to calm down. There's no dummies, no dummies. No, and I think he, he can do a lot of good to help well, the economy, well, yeah. and he really needs to reach across the aisle. I mean, like Reagan was the perfect example who really reached across the aisle and. He and Tip O'Neill were extreme opposites as far as their political views, but they they were friends. They got along. They did things for the good of the com- country. Do you think that wall will ever come up to stop the immigrants from coming here? No. And who's going to build it? Well, that's the Mexico. Mexico. But, but you know, I mean, I, I think some of what he says is, I mean, you know, immigrants. I mean, your your grandfather was an immigrant. Yes, he was. Yeah. My grandfather was an immigrant. Yeah. But they came over the right way. They worked hard. They, they came here. My grandfather... They now, didn't look for any handouts. No, nope, they didn't look exactly for any. They just wanted to make a, a land of man, opportunity. Land he of told opportunity. me they came here for, to work because there weren't jobs in it. And he right. came here ready to work. He rolled up his sleeves. He wanted to learn to trade, learn to do something. And um, you know they went through the proper channels. And they didn't come here expecting to see gold streets. And Well, a lot and, of people and, come here because they get Medicaid. Joe. I didn't realize how many millions of people, one out of five or six is on Medicaid. They right. get free. They get money every month yeah. from the government and food and stamps and everything. And some of them are. are, are you not go to another even. country, Joe, and if you don't work or do something, they go back where you came from. They don't have any handouts. And you, this brings us back to the veterans that you talked about. Some of the veterans are neglected. Neglected, Joe. And people that that haven't paid their dues here in this country are, are getting you know free health care and, and and benefits and things yeah. that that the veterans deserve. Yeah. yeah, if you went to the soldiers' home, saw some of the wards. People living there, you'd cry. Yeah. yeah. What's he say? Yeah. 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 You'd, you'd cry, Joe. Right. Right. Um, but um, you know, and 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 would you, would you take? I know, I know you played football at Northeastern, and you coached. Yes, I coached. You coached twenty years, and yeah. you also coached what Pop Warner. Pop Warner, yes. Yeah? And uh, what about this uh, taking the knee and not standing for the uh, national anthem? What's your take on that? I think if you're an American. You should live by the American ideals, and you should respect the flag. And to respect the flag of the United States of America, there's only a few that kneel down. So why just, you know, don't make a big thing out of it. But just say, I think eventually, when they kneel down, no one kneels with them. 
like this one quarterback that was playing professional football. He's not playing anymore. Yeah. But uh, I think the majority will stand up for United States of America as an American citizen. Some of the minorities say that they don't treat them right, so they kneel down. But don't make it that big thing out of it. Don't say, I want to put you in jail if you do it, Joe. Just let them know this is America. And the ones that do salute the flag, we'll look at these others that you know, they have colleagues and make them feel this small, Joe. Well, it's funny. I mean, you know, President uh, Trump went uh, got very vocal about it. Oh, and yes. Then, then Roger Goodell and the uh, the football uh, association. He's not as... They, but they, they said it's okay for it's people okay. not to stand if they don't want to. But, you, but I mean, what are you boycotting? What are you, you know, protesting? Um, the, oh, you're in America. I mean, you salute the flag. I mean, I know you're wearing a hat inside because it's... Because you're a veteran and you're yes. wearing it for that purpose yeah. today. Yep. But you're taught as a child, as a kid, to take your hat off and yeah. respect. Respect, you. And 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 you see the American flag, and you stop. Don't talking. they say love it or leave it? If you don't like the USA, don't like the flag, yeah. then move out. Right. And if you want, I mean, I, I don't think a football game is a time for someone to, to protest this country or any any protest that they have. And being a professional athlete, that again, kids look up to, and it's bad enough. You know, these same people say the president isn't isn't a role model. Well. Sports heroes are supposed to be role, role models. models. Do you know what happened in one of the games? I'm not sure it was football or baseball. When some of the players knelt down, one whole section of fans left the park. Okay. It was a disgusting joke. So that tells you something. Well, that being at the game and paying money, you got to respect that you're well, an American person and love the country. Right. And if you don't love the country, they, they just walked well, out. Well, the vice president, Mike Pence, walked out of a game. He, he walked out of a game, didn't he, Mike Pence? Yeah. Yep. And again, it's it's not, and I just think if you have a protest or a gripe, fine. But that's there's a time and place to do it. And it's much like a lot of these actors and entertainers. I mean, stick to your career and your profession. If you go to the Veterans Cemetery, we go there once a year, Bourne Cemetery. We change the flag every year, Joe. But it has veteran has a, it has the, the veterans emblem on the side, and you salute it because you're an American and you protect the country and you're happy for what. They did, and you want to let them know, even though they're not around anymore. So that's what these people do that don't want to respect the flag and kneel down. They say we take advantage of them. Without American servicemen, you'd have no, you'd have no football team, you'd have no baseball team. Right, right. So that's that's the problem, and I just wish you know we'd go back to respect and and um, yeah, you talk. It's funny because it's it's almost like hypocritical. You're talking about respect. But yet there's so many people that are so angry. And, you know, these are the people that don't want to celebrate Christmas. I use the word Christmas. Halloween is a bad, dumb, you know, it's it's promoting demonism and Satanism. Uh, Columbus Day. I mean, he was, a, you know, let's not call it Columbus anymore. Let's the head the Columbus statues, take them all down. I mean, how many how many cities in, in the country uh, name Columbus? Uh, how many streets are named Columbus Avenue, Columbus Street? How many statues of well, Christopher Columbus, you know, I mean, we grew up, and especially Italians uh, took Christopher Columbus and it became an Italian holiday, you know, and, and, and you weren't really saluting. How the, many, look at what they're doing now, they're desecrating cemeteries, they're desecrating people's homes, putting nasty words on it. Yeah. You shouldn't do that, Joe. Right. They truth. think they're, they're helping themselves now, yeah. they're, they're hurting the country. Yeah. And this country, you know, it, it's it's a melting pot, and... and and I mean, it's so nice. I mean, you've got you know Jewish heritage, you've got Italian heritage, 
And it's it's nice that we all came together. But I remember my grandfather telling me stories that, you know, they wanted to America, Americanize themselves. I mean, they came here and they didn't just want to, you know, they brought a lot of their traditions and customs with food and some of the stuff, but they were, they wanted to be American and live the American way and learn the American language. Some had very thick accents, but they wanted to. And today I think people come and they don't want, they, they, they come here and they resent Americans in America and they, they refuse to learn to speak our language. They refuse to learn to practice some of our, our beliefs and ways. And, and, and that causes divisiveness and dissension. And Do you know a lot of the students, Memorial Day in school, they don't know why they have a day off Memorial Day, to go to the cemetery, to plant flowers and to put a flag down there to memorialize all the men and women that gave their life for this country. They don't know that, a lot of the kids, Joe. Like you said, Memorial, Veterans Day, Labor Day, Labor Day. Columbus Day, Columbus. none of these holidays, they, it's it's a day off. And yeah. that's why a lot of the schools now say, you know, go to school because, school, I mean, yeah. you're not celebrating yeah. the day. That's and, it, Joe. And, yeah. and even, yeah. even Christmas. I mean, you know, my, my son, the last few years of public school, I mean, they couldn't use the word Christmas. It was winter break. And, you know, yeah. It's That's like, what Christmas. And, and you know what? I have Jewish friends that didn't celebrate the holiday, but they called it Christmas. And, and you know, you were one. I mean, you guys celebrate. You went to Christmas parties, holiday parties, and you didn't feel offended. You also didn't. In fact, what we do in the, the, in the Jewish war veterans, which I'm also involved in, during the, the Christmas day, we would go to the soldiers' home and we would serve dinner so that the non Jews could go home and have Christmas dinner. Which and we did it, and we enjoyed doing it yeah. because we don't celebrate that holiday. Okay. So we served them lunch at the soldiers' home, and all the, and all the people that worked there went home, and That's they appreciated it. What a yeah. gesture, right? A good nice, gesture, yeah. 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 So, so one hand washed the other, exactly. Joe. So what's coming up for Arthur uh, in the next few months? We, uh, you got the My wife said to slow down. <laughs> you slow down, yeah? Well, veterans, as I said... Uh, uh, my friend Larry Clack was very yeah. active. He's a former veteran service officer. Many, he's done a very good job, and he just said none of the veterans are marching in the parade, and the Legion is not going to sponsor it. Well, we still salute you, and we uh, yeah. want you to celebrate, uh, you know, the day, and, and thank you for your service, three years in the well, Army. Joe, nice being here. We're going to get together the someday. We'll have to get together and go out when we have both yeah, have time. Exactly. We're all going out now, and... I'm yeah. going home with my wife and having dinner with her. Nice. She wants to go out, but uh, we'll take her your out. wife is a lovely woman. She's thank lucky to have you, you as a husband. Well, thank you. Yours too. I'm very lucky. Yeah. You know, they say people that live alone can live longer. I don't believe that. If you live alone and get sick, who's going to take care of you? Who's going to get your medicine? Um, who's going to take you to the how hospital? How many years you been married now? 52. God bless you. But I know it's like my wife was sick a few times, and I took care of her. Yeah. When I, I needed something... She was Whether there second or not, she was there to help me out, Joe. Yeah. Right hand wash the left hand. Good night, Ma. Happy Halloween next week, Malden. Good luck. Vote for Election Day. You're going to see Ed Lucy the next two weeks. I'm on uh, the end of November. I'll see you then. Uh, meanwhile, enjoy this good weather. Uh, watch the World Series. Go Pats. Go Bruins. Celts. Good night, Malden. Tell me, when is this on television? It's on live right now.